She's an icon. She's a legend. Are you ready? Hola mis hermosas, hello hello, espero que se encuentren en buen humor because I know I am. Welcome or welcome back to Chavi's Corner, a podcast where I'm going to be talking about trauma and all the drama that comes with it. If you are a new listener, I would love for you guys to follow me on TikTok and Instagram. Also subscribe to my podcast platforms. You guys can find me on all four under the same username, Chavi's Corner. With that being said, if you are new and you haven't listened to my first two episodes, I strongly suggest you do so that you can get a sense of who I am and what it is that I want to talk about from here on out. Go ahead and pause this audio, go back and listen to at least the intro, and whenever you're ready, come back and we can pick up where we left off. Also, with you guys being new, if you guys end up liking this episode or my podcast in general my dms are open on instagram for you guys to leave me any reviews any corrective criticism anything you guys want to tell me you guys can go ahead and do so there now with reviews and kind words i do update those on my stories and my highlights so anybody visiting my page they'll be able to see and just for me to go back reread everything it is that you guys sent me because sometimes you guys say the most kind things and it just makes me feel really really good feel free to leave me anything in my dms they're open and welcome to the familia hi everybody how's everybody doing i hope you guys are doing great finding yourselves in good health as well as your family members there's a cold bug going around i have it right now so please don't mind my voice and the way that i sound i'm not feeling 100 right now but the good thing is it's not covid so i'm kind of happy that it's not being sick is always an inconvenience to anybody at the end of the day we have to work we have to be moms and all this good stuff so i hope you guys are 100 or you guys are feeling 100 today i have a script can you guys hear it in a script i'm sorry i wanted to keep track of what it was that i wanted to talk about sometimes i feel like i talk in circles especially when i'm having a conversation in real life and i didn't want to do that today i wanted to be on point since it is a great topic and it is a great story i want all the details to be laid out nothing be left out i just don't want to lose you guys i hope we can all stay on the same track i hope i explain myself well I had a couple topics in mind for today's episode, but the one that I chose seems more fitting. I know in Accountability 2.0, I let you guys know that I didn't want to just jump into trauma. I wanted you guys to get a sense of who I was today. And since I did kind of talk to you guys a little bit about who I am and how I've been back then and how I came to terms with accepting that sometimes it's not other people and it is me i'm able to now talk to you guys about trauma to kind of give you guys an idea of what i want to talk about i'll give you guys like a description if you personally know me you guys already have an idea of what this conversation entail i'm just going to be talking about a situation that recently happened or something that recently happened made me view a lot of people in a different way and also made me kind of bummed out i had to cut off people who are my flesh and blood now that i look back at it i'm relieved i'm happy and i'm grateful that i did when you have something weighing down on you like that it's not bringing you life it's not bringing you happiness you have to let it go whether it's your flesh and blood or not or whether or not it's gonna hurt you 
you just have to let it go you have to let all of that go so that life can bring you something new something fresh just not make you feel so heavy so weighed down you never really see things like this come at you because it's so strange you know what now that i said that let me go ahead and name the podcast animosity is strange it's just something you'd never think would happen to you you grow up with your family surrounding you your aunts your uncles your cousins to growing up and no one really being there for you anymore but it's only because a minor inconvenience happens and they kind of just go off on you and all the animosity that they had for you shows up so you're bombarded with a whole bunch of emotions that i didn't even know these people were feeling about me growing up I want to say I had a normal childhood. My parents were always around. My siblings were always around. My aunts, my uncles, my cousins. Holidays would come around. We would all hang out, especially Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those holidays are just wholesome for everybody. And that's how I remember them being. It all changed at a certain point. So I have memories of these holidays, mainly when I was 10 years old and younger and something had happened in my life something shifted something changed to where both of my parents were kind of absent and that's where I started to notice that nobody was really there for me and nobody was there for my siblings but it didn't hit me at that point it kind of hit me after I had my first daughter I had a big old awakening a big old epiphany from something somebody very close to me said and it kind of made me like what the fuck i'm not gonna leave you guys hanging this time okay i'm gonna give you guys as much details as i can but bear with me because it's just so much to this story i want to get everything right i want to get everything straight i want to get everything in there and not forget nothing when this big old change or this big old shift happened it was just me my siblings which would be my sisters and my brother and a lady that used to rent a room for my mom My mom used to be at work all the time, and my dad went away for a couple years. It was always just my sisters, my brother, and me, and the lady at the house all the time. But at a certain point, now brother, if you're listening to this, don't be mad at me. It's just the truth. He didn't want to be home because he was a teenager. He always wanted to be with his friends. So just a kind of like a a kind of... um, a ramble real quick i find it so funny now like looking back at this memory because me and my brother used to sneak out keep in mind none of our parents were home just the lady that rented the room but we still snuck out i'm sitting here like i remember one time i was coming downstairs and my brother was jumping out of the window he goes tell mom that i've been in the house all day that i cleaned and don't tell her that i'm leaving i was like yeah yeah whatever like i was used to it already i didn't give a damn But now I look back and I'm like, we could have literally just walked out the front door, you know? So that gives you an idea of the amount of freedom that me and my siblings had at the time. Even though there was somebody of age at the house, I'm in no way trying to bash her, okay? So don't try to get that from what I'm about to say. Even though she was of age, she had a mental disability that gave her the mentality of a teenager. And it made her more so like a friend of mine. When I didn't need a friend, I needed a parental figure, a mom figure, a dad figure, somebody who was going to point me in the right direction because at that time I was super rebellious. I did what I wanted. I didn't have nobody at the house to tell me that 
something that I was doing was wrong. I used to fight all the time. I used to get suspended all the time. I was always in the principal's office. I was always, um, I don't know if you guys remember those in middle school or if maybe it was just my middle school that did it. They would give us these hold slip and we would just spend the whole day in the office and I was always in the office. My objective when I went to school was just to go and get a hold slip because I didn't want to be in class. I didn't want to learn. And it makes me so sad because I was going through something that I didn't understand, but no one stopped to figure me out. Instead, they kind of just shrugged me off as a rebellious kid, as a kid that was trying to get attention. And I remember all of my family members telling my parents that, that I was like the root of all evil, that I was evil. It hurts me. And it pisses me off that you guys shielded your kids so fucking much, but you didn't shield me and my siblings when we needed to be shielded. Instead, you treated us like we were just animals. And that's not right. It really, it's not right. So I'm gonna stop rambling because I gotta get on with the story. I have one memory of this certain family group. I don't know if I explained this. This whole story is about one group of family on my paternal side. Let's just get that out of the way. And I remember this was very traumatic for me because it's something that I asked myself, why the fuck are people like this? Maybe I should add as well the stuff that my mom would tell me. My mom had a son before she had met my dad. She told me that my dad's family just didn't like her right off the bat. Didn't like my brother. But my dad, like, instantly fell in love with her. They moved in with each other. They had me. And that animosity never changed. I even think she told me that she got into a physical fight with one of my dad's sisters. I don't know how many years ago it was, but nobody liked her from that family. They still don't like her for whatever reason it is. And that's why we had an outing. One thing you're not going to do is fuck with my kids, siblings, or for my mom. She's my rock and I'm going to stand behind her until I die. I don't care what anybody says. This memory that I have ties into the feeling that I got from the stories my mom would tell me how they didn't like her. I don't know how old I was, but my aunt used to live in an apartment. I have another memory of that apartment. I think I was sick and she boiled apple juice for me. That's how I know this was around the same time. So I had to be like six or seven. At the time, my mom and my dad were working. I think we got babysat by her. I don't know the full details, but my mom and my dad were working. On this particular day, my mom says that she worked later than expected. And also, one of us was sick and she had to go to the store to get medicine. My aunt, for whatever fucking reason, took it as my mom was cheating. So she got me, my brother, and my three sisters. And she fucking put us on the sidewalk and had us wait for my mom to pick us up while she went back in her apartment and just left us there. Now... If you made it this far, you get why I finally exploded. Because that alone should piss anybody off. Not only did she kick kids out, but those kids were her nieces and nephew. Nieces and nephew. Flesh and blood. Mind blown. It doesn't stop there, you guys. It doesn't. This same aunt, another very fond memory I have, and I say that as a joke one time she came over to the house and it was me and my brother in the hallway she goes 
guys get your stuff ready we're gonna go to the park my brother's telling her i don't want to go this girl got so mad she punched the wall and she put a hole in the wall because my brother didn't want to go to the park <laughs> all you can do now at this point is just laugh at certain stuff that you've experienced because it's unbelievable it really really is and as much as those stories are messed up she's not the star of the show she's not the star of this show is my paternal grandma she's main character vibe that's her she's the it girl of this story let's go ahead and fast forward because as much as i'd like to remember more stuff that happened i really can't off the top of my head so let's just fast forward to the more recent beautiful fond memories that i have as an older person i did have a daughter fairly young that's when i started to notice more of the things these people used to say about my mom and i used to pay more attention about what they would tell me to my face after i had my daughter was when me and my mom started to get closer we talked about everything she called me almost every day <clears throat> it was that time as well that i moved out and the apartment that i got at the time ended up being next door to my paternal grandmother it was all cool she used to come over and bring me food or she would just call me to go eat at her place at the time here's the thing my parents are like the definition of toxic they would break up get back together break up get back together threaten divorce but they never really left each other at this time they were fighting and my mom was calling me letting me know that <clears throat> they were just not getting along at some point one of my parents spent the night at my place i don't know if it was my mom or my dad but one of them did and that just gives you an idea of what place they were at at that time so my grandma invites me to come over and eat i go per usual everything's going fine we're eating but the conversation goes from something positive to something i just didn't want to hear uh she started to talk to me about my parents and just basically was telling me how they needed to separate they needed to go their own ways so that it can be more of a healthy impact on me and my siblings and you know i'm gonna give it to her that might have been true but what she said next was what haunts me to this day she told me that i should ask my dad to take a paternity test on my smaller sister because she didn't look like him 